I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Welcome to the wedding session. As usual, I'm your host, Trina, and my co-host and work wife, Kelly, is also here. Hey, what's up? (laughs) So today we have a very special guest joining us. I'm going to give you a mini intro here. So local badass photographer, mama of four, hip-hop connoisseur, queen of sarcasm, killing it on Instagram stories. She's a hustler, baby. It's Erin Fraser. Welcome. Hello. Yay. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. I love the Instagram tool, how we just all connect via a DM. (laughs) Oh, I know. It's like you're friends, but you're not friends, but you're friends. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) We all vicariously live through stories. (laughs) Well, I think once we get past the, like, I feel like a psycho stalker for knowing everything about you without knowing you, then it's fine. Right. As long as we've all just accepted that that's completely fine. Oh, it's absolutely true. Actually, we have met in person, though. (laughs) Yeah, we we have. That's true. Yeah, we were together on a New Year's Eve wedding, uh, Lauren and mm-hmm. Gary, who propelled us into three more weddings. Like, that's how many friends they had getting married that yes. just wanted our services. So that was really a fun run we had with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're awesome. To this day, it's one of our, fa- it's one of my favorite sets of photos. Um, only be- like Lauren is stunning. <laughs> yeah, she's very so easy to photograph. Oh yeah, it was no bad photo of her. And her no. bridesmaids were pretty good looking too. And the guys, they all were very um, handsome. Handsome, but they had a camaraderie. Like they were yeah. like hockey bros that hung out oh, yeah. since they were children. So it was a very fun <laughs> group to. It's like kids tame. in suits, basically. Yeah, like the MC was very uh, well. Aaron, you probably remember he was hilarious <laughs> um I actually know him and he's emceed probably five weddings I've shot what yeah. he's oh the, you know yes. you know him too he was the guy that I, came up to oh, us and yes. said ladies I will go in the pool right now if you stay and I said we don't want that's... you to go in the pool and we don't need you to go in it for us to stay that is not a good entice us. I've been oh. rained on twice <laughs> and sweating this is the end of a, leave. Oh this is the end of a really intense wedding that we did and he's like ladies please stay I'll drink all this beer and we're like that's also not gonna make yeah. us stay <laughs> Oh, and I actually know him personally as well. Oh, do you? Throwing that out yes. there. Yes, he he works he works at my husband's company. Oh, really? Oh, that's that's awesome. really? No, he was his energy is so good, and he's like, I gotta stop being so good at emceeing. I'm like, you just gotta slip up once about something, and they won't ask you again. He's like, maybe not. <laughs> well, the first wedding he ever emceed that I shot was like 2016, and he read his whole MC speech off of a pizza box. Aww. Oh my goodness. He held up this better. huge pizza box and like cardboard and he had written on it with Sharpie and that's how he delivered his <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing ever. Oh, that's amazing. He's, he's like what, six four? He's massive. He's, he's the size of a door. Yeah, he's just a big dude. Yeah. Um, I just remember I was like, hey, the ceremony's running late. And he's like, so another Pompeii? I'm like, no, it's one. <laughs> no. <laughs> But he was so fun. He didn't MC that wedding. I was specifically on the second one, but he wrangled. Coolers had to be moved. Like he just did anything that yeah. we asked him, especially mm-hmm. since we already created a relationship at Lauren and Gary's wedding. So yeah, that was really fun. Um, 
I will say that was one of our first, that was one of my first weddings in a weird way, like on my own. That was like one of our first weddings. Yeah. And so I don't know if you remember the chair fiasco (laughs) where I had to get 140 chairs moved in an elevator and I had to convince six men to be like, hey, I'll get free beer. Like if you load this elevator with chairs a bunch of times, I'll make sure you get free beer for a bit. (laughs) 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 But now I would be like, no, it's tired. Yes. But uh, in my yeah, but you didn't have a team. Yes, I do remember this. Yeah, oh my god, that's so basically like the guys were like, yeah, I guess. So we're like, okay. (laughs) Oh my god, that was like that was three years ago. It was a while ago. Yes, Um, but it's still one of. Oh wow, yeah. I think the wedding is still featured on our website. So because it's um yeah, it's it's a great it was a great wedding though. Like I still pull photos from that wedding every once in a while. Like the winter elements had the glitz. It just was like super fun and it's very easy to showcase. I mean, like this was a really fun day. Yeah, (laughs) and they had fun doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's give us a little background about yourself. How did one become the woman that she is today in professional speaking, I would say. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that because otherwise it would have been a really long story. Um, (laughs) no, I, I actually am from the States. I'm from Kansas and I was a photographer in the U S air force for five years. Um, and then I, yeah. And then I did mostly like really weird stuff and stuff we should not talk about. And then, um, (laughs) when I separated from the military, it was like an easy transition for me because I had one skill set and that was using a camera, but it was a little different transitioning into the wedding industry and like doing family photos and stuff because it's a little different subject than I'm used to taking pictures of, Uh but a lot happier. So (laughs) we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, so uh, I we moved back to uh, the Vancouver area in 2014, and I kind of started my business from there. But that's it. That's all my story. Awesome. I love wow. your tagline on your website. I think it fits your brand so well uh, for for couples that don't give Thank a fuck. Thank you. I think it's so great. They know what they're getting into in a, in a good way. It's oh, fun. yeah. Yeah. Oh, it makes my husband just die a thousand deaths <laughs> every time. <laughs> I'm like, just stop showing people my website then. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't Aww. believe that that is what's on. I'm like, you know what? It works for me. It works for me. And I, I call it uh, a marketing deterrent. Yes. So it helps me weed out mm-hmm. people who wouldn't be the best fit for me yeah. as far as like a work personality standpoint. And not that those people are not a good fit for someone else, just for me personally. I tend to work better with people who are a little bit easier going and it's like if you go to my website and that's the first thing you see if you're like super high strung and type a i'm probably not going to be your girl yeah and that's and i don't it's like i don't even have to say it yeah it yeah. just happens yeah, yeah that's so which i love so i end up working with clients that are unbelievable and it just i don't know it just makes me like my job a lot better yes absolutely <laughs> your photos are amazing I'll, I'll just say like you're the movement and posing you have with your couples is always just so so good like i yes. see some of this posts you put up Oh my God. How did you capture that emotion? I don't even know. I can't even have any talent. It's amazing. It's just, yeah. yeah. On Instagram, oh, it's like, like, yeah. like, like, yeah. like, 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 yeah. like every one of the photos. So Erin, obviously you are a really amazing photographer and we do love working with you and we hope to work with you more uh, in the coming season. But uh, today you're actually joining us on the podcast to help break it all down. Um, We're exploring the importance of hiring a wedding planner that is best suited for you, the couple. Um, We're going to talk about three different sort of aspects, I guess, that kind of will help make the right decision for you for your wedding. So how to select your planner and kind of why it's important to select the person that fits for you. 
Yeah. So we can maybe, well, Aaron, do you want to tell us kind of what you've been finding in your, because you are currently writing an article to pair with this mm -hmm. um, topic, correct? Yeah. So yeah. what have you been finding? Yeah. Like, let's just start with why did you decide that this was important for you to highlight in your business as a photographer? Because you could like working with planners, mm -hmm. but uh, we have also heard the term liability. <laughs> so some planners are good and some planners make it harder. <laughs> Not pertaining to us. Well, this could be said about almost every wedding vendor, but it's like the good ones are good and the bad ones are bad. And it's, it, it's like you hate to call someone bad, but what you don't mean like bad as a person. You just mean not the greatest yeah. planner because I could not be a wedding planner. I did it this summer and I am not good at it. And I know that. But basically, I think that the whole reason I wanted to highlight it in general is because just currently what we're doing is a lot of small weddings. And I think people assume that a small wedding doesn't require a planner because why do I need a wedding planner when I have 10 to 50 guests I can handle it myself? Yeah. Um, and I think what people fail to realize is that the size of the wedding doesn't so much change the activities and tasks that you have to still do while planning a wedding. It doesn't, doesn't change my job at all if there's 10 people or 200 people. I mean, I'm just taking pictures of more people, but the steps and the like sequence of events and everything doesn't change. So same with a, with a smaller wedding. Like the only difference is you're not doing decor or whatever for like 200 people. You're now it's smaller. So yes, okay, that would be smaller. But I think that in real in people thinking that they think that they can handle themselves and then they underestimate the work and then it's a yeah. disaster yeah. right so it's like and then two the other people are stepping in so now i'm a photographer i'm stepping in in a yeah. planner role and then my job as a photographer doesn't work out the same as it would have had i not had to worry about worry about the other yes. things yeah, right like i love to jump in and help but if i'm jumping in to like put place cards yeah. down and stuff Who's taking pictures? Well, and at the end of the day, I mean, especially speaking, you know, yeah. as from a photographer's perspective, they hired you to take photos, mm -hmm. not not to put place cards down and right. you're like, like candles, yeah. or light candles or do all that stuff. So if they're like, oh, well, can you do this or that? And you're like, oh, I can, but that means that you paid me all this money and I'm not doing mm -hmm. the tasks that you asked me to do. So are you cool with that? Because sure, I'll put place cards mm -hmm. down yeah. instead of take photos, right. whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to stand by and just watch things go like undone or not have candles lit or because and even for me for of taking course, pictures yes. you want the candles lit so I'm going to step in and light the candles or you know if something's not going you're not just going to yes. watch and stand by and watch you're going to jump in there and try to help because you want to help but at the end of the day it does mm -hmm. make your your job suffer because you are doing that instead of something else you could have done so I think that basically just highlighting bringing value to the planner's job in general like i i think even just like being at a wedding and seeing a wedding with a planner versus a wedding without a planner and wishing that you could like really yes. articulate that to clients of how that works why am i pushing a wedding planner why would i care yeah. well here's yes. let me tell you why so i care true. right so yeah having and having an experienced planner is also helpful and not that you have to experience some right. people are just awesome right off the hop because they're still super attention detailed and detail oriented but yeah, I think just like with any vendor, just vetting your your vendors and and kind of maybe getting recommendations. Like referrals are huge. I was wanting yes, to like highlight yes. so many things to that. All the things, yeah. <laughs> just put it on a and 
on the yeah, t-shirt yeah. and, and all tell all of our clients that no, it's, I think uh, a lot of people come to us when they're overwhelmed. Oh, That's how we usually find our clients. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's two ways. One is word of mouth or they actually see us in yeah. action. Yeah. Lauren and Gary is a great example because three couples saw yes. us hustling yes. and loading those chairs onto the elevator mm-hmm. and lighting all the candles and doing everything. So we got a call from the best man the next day and I want to hire you. We're like, okay, that's yes. totally cool. You saw exactly what you're getting paid for. Yeah. Because with us, uh, planning isn't a tangible yeah. experience. It's not something they can hold or touch or put away stored in a, you know, a closet somewhere. It's like an experience and a mm-hmm. feeling. So we need mm-hmm. to showcase that feeling. How we do it is either right in front of your eyes at a wedding, or we talk about how we're going to make you feel on your wedding day and feel mm-hmm secure and booking us as planners. Yeah. yeah I think one thing we like to touch on a lot is yeah. that Kelly and I have a very firm stand on making sure moms and dads and families are not working on your wedding day. Yes. It's a pretty big piece of our right. branding, I think. We don't want your mom to be lighting candles or yes. doing that oh stuff my gosh. because mom is supposed to be present in a nice outfit talking to guests and enjoying family's company mm-hmm. not worrying about like did the dj get his shit inside like yes, did he totally. is there a loading dock <laughs> moms do not need to deal with that stress and we make that very clear from the beginning mm-hmm. that this is what we're here for well yeah because if if you're not hiring a planner and your mom is a super like present person in your life and like someone really important and you trust them yes who are you going to have as the point of contact for your vendor exactly it's going to be your mom yeah and we've worked with lots of planner couples that have moms that want to participate and we 100% understand our moms are the same they want to be in it and they want to be involved but on the actual day itself we will just execute their vision and listen to what they need and one of our couples the mom sent us a pretty nice tip at the end she's like you two are wonderful thank you so much and then she transferred us some money I was like well damn (laughs) (laughs) because they are I guess there's a there's kind of this weird lingering thing of it's like, it's your wedding. You can do what you want. Well, actually, these, these people that are attending your wedding, we're here to support you and supported you in your life. So they should have a say a little, yes. you know, control yeah. the say, but they should have some kind of, not job, but some some kind of con- contribution yes. to your wedding day and allow that in whatever capacity that may be. But don't just disregard them because it's not. Well, fair. they just want to be, they just want to be listened to and they want to help. Yes, yes for right? sure. Right. That's all they want. I know I'm super, I'm super anti, let's not include mom. I don't care what my mom says, like ignoring the parents, all this stuff. I'm like, listen to the parents. They want to talk to you. They want a photo. Yeah, absolutely. I will never say no to a parent ever. Yes. And it's like, why? Because why? Yeah. Right. What's the point to assert my authority? No, because it's, that's so, I don't know. You you want it to be, you want everyone to enjoy themselves. Mm -hmm. You don't want it to be like, no, there's no pictures of anybody, but the the couple. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. At this um, wedding I did where a great DJ friend of ours, uh, DJ Vanco, we'll link him in the, in the show notes. But a dad came, uh, the dad of the groom came up and fun DJ dance party and he hands him a $50 bill and he says, hey, can you play a waltz for me and my wife? And Joe looks at me he's like, I don't take money from dads. I will play you a waltz. <laughs> and it was so cute. Oh, I love that like energy and vibe that he chose in that moment. You are equally as important. You can have a waltz with your yes. wife. We're going to. And then he remixed into a waltz and then remixed out of a waltz. <laughs> that's how it should be done. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's so awesome. And too, like you don't, you, you totally underestimate you said referrals because of seeing you in action, right? Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, like, I know sometimes I've had newer photographers that have second shot me and, like, they, they just act so um, offended or repulsed when someone's like, hey, can you take a picture of me and my husband? And I'm like, okay, you got to think of it this way. That could be your next client. Yeah. They're yeah. going to remember, like, now they have a nice picture of their husband. I'm walking around trying to find people who are dressed nice sitting next to their mm-hmm. spouse or their partner 
and be like, hey, do you guys want a picture together? It'd be a great opportunity if you have a photo together. One, you're you're trying to be a nice person and it's yeah. a wedding and everyone's dressed up and it's awesome. Two, your clients are everywhere. Yes. Yes. You can't be like, no, that's not how I run my show. That's stupid yes. because you are in the business of serving clients. So wherever you can put a positive taste in someone's mouth uh, as far as you go, like, why would you not do that? I don't understand. Yeah, that's very true. I think, so, yeah. yeah. And I think that kind of comes back to uh, what we were talking about earlier about the experience and about how it's really hard. Um, you know, as a wedding planner, our job is not necessarily tangible, but it's about how you feel. And that's really all that people remember at the end of the day is A, how the bride looked and B, how they felt. Mm-hmm. Were they fed? Yeah. Were they hydrated? Were they, did Warm, they feel included? Cold. Did they feel listened to? Did they feel all that sort of stuff? So just like what you were saying right now, if it's something as simple as taking a photo of some friends that maybe hadn't been able to get together in the room for like mm-hmm. a couple of years, cause they were university friends. And then they all kind of scattered across the, you know, <laughs> scattered to the winds across the world. And then they've all come back for this, you know, one moment. I mean, that's, that's something that they'll be able to kind of treasure as well. And they'll remember that they'll remember how they felt. They felt included. They felt loved. They felt like it was part of the day. So I think that's important too. And I think that sometimes that does get a little bit lost because mm-hmm. you're right. Everything is about the bride and the groom, but it's also about the community that brought you guys together as a couple. And I think people kind of overlook well, yeah. that too. So. And I mean, as a bride and a groom, I've been a bride. If I'm looking through my whole wedding gallery and every single picture is of me and, and my husband, I'm going to be like, oh my God, like, really? You don't. What are we assholes. Yeah, over this face. <laughs> But like, oh my God, every single, okay, me, yeah. always. Who else was there? Like, yeah. I want to know who else was there. Yeah. Plus, you want your friend, like, if you want your friends to look through your wedding gallery, there better be pictures of them in it. For sure. Because <laughs> otherwise, they're going to be really bored. Yes, yeah. that is very like, Yet another photo. <laughs> yet another photo. Oh, look, another photo. Another. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I got to see what I was doing all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. But this is a, right. a great segue into micro weddings. So, obviously, in 2020, with the lingering C word in the air, mm-hmm. uh, it led to a lot of smaller weddings. And some people took it on as the idea of, oh, we don't need as many vendors. But mm-hmm. we, the weddings that we did, which were sized between 10, 10 to 30 45. or 45 was probably our biggest one, that we probably were more beneficial than ever before. And I don't think we have worked our brain as much as on a micro COVID wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Now to kind of elaborate is that planning a wedding, there's so many elements to it. There is always the same elements to it. There's always a ceremony, cocktail hour, reception, speeches, dances, a kind of similar flow. However, in a micro wedding, it's still the same, just lower people. But with a COVID wedding, that's also micro. Now you're reapplying new rules that you might've just learned 10 minutes ago with the venue that is also applying rules that they just learned 10 minutes ago. So Kelowna is a great example. We were up there And the efficient the day before was like all this individual chairs need to be six feet apart. That makes zero sense because they're sitting at tables with each other in their groups of six. The chairs could be together that are six. It was was an odd request for sure. Yeah. So it was one of these, what battle do we fight right now? (laughs) But that took us probably about an hour to sort out when normally we're like, finishing touches on the decor. We're Mm -hmm. talking to the bride. We're having a conversation with the groom about slowing down the first part of your day or something like that but instead we're fighting with an efficient about chairs <laughs> but that was us doing it it wasn't the parent yeah. doing it yeah so that's something again where you're like okay so having a planner regardless of what's going on is important because they're able to tackle those yes. that challenge mm-hmm. 
because now and then we're well versed in the rules right mm-hmm. and then we also learn in planning like we are not here to tell the venue how to run their venue mm-hmm. you tell us what you want in terms of rules and policy and we will apply it and we as a business will do everything that's required of us a wear a mask have sani available make sure people stay within their bubbles but we are not police at the end so mm-hmm. it's uh but it's just about basically wearing different hats again it's normally we would be doing one thing but now we're being pulled to another oh well, and that's like, that's happened to me like 5,000 exactly. times. Yeah. So I don't really think yeah. that's that. Doesn't feel like a COVID. Yeah, thing. no, like that's not. <laughs> so, to, so to kind of clarify that statement, typically what we like to do is there are some vendors that need to be fed almost immediately after the bridal couple. So we totally get Right? Yeah. So like, for example, photographer, videographer, they need to basically hoover their food as yeah. fast as they can so that they're basically at the same timeline as a bride and groom. So if they go up for photos, the photographers can follow along and they're not trying to eat their steak in the back while they're missing all of these things. So that's kind of what we try and do is we try and sneak some of the vendors in yes. to eat sooner rather than later. And in this instance, we ate last. Yes. Boo-hoo. It wasn't that I'm big sorry, of a deal. Boo-hoo, yeah. your prime rib had to wait. <laughs> it was just so funny. She said, she's like, normally, yeah. and I'm thinking like, normally we're not wearing masks or staying six feet apart and stuff. So, yeah. and, and she kind of had a laugh about it too. It's like, you know what, out of all the things that could have happened today, that's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, we were sure. pretty happy with what happened today. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like we're so used to it too. Like half the time we always have snacks in our bags because we just assume like, it's more like hitting the jackpot when you get to eat on yeah. time. Yes. Less expected. I don't, I never expect to eat when I, when the bride and groom eat. I was dry, yes, but you never know, right? And then half the time you're running like back with a mouthful yeah. of food because you hear somebody clink a glass and you're like, no! and you're like I'm <laughs> right? Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> right? So you're like, oh no, no. So we're like trying to talk and I'm trying to hide the fact that my mouth is absolutely stuffed full yeah. of food or like I have food on my face. I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even care. You can't even see my face. Covered up awesome. How big can my camera be right we, now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We always joke. Like, you wanna, yeah, we always joke. You want to see how fast we can eat a steak? Yeah. I will show you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But does anyone else, you go to, you go to like dinner with oh. your partner and they're like, what in the <laughs> hell are you doing? No one's going to take that food away from you. So Kelly's sister, in our opinion, eats real slow. When no, the three not, of us are together. Like always, since she was an infant, but, she ate so slow. But I think we also eat extremely fast. So we she's do. always just trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. We're like, come on, Shannon, pick it up. <laughs> yes. She's like, I can't, I can't, I, I can't eat that fast. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> but also on wedding days, don't you eat 3,000 more? The amount of food you eat is way more than you normally would ever eat. I pile my plate and it is gone and I'm going, I don't eat like this. Yeah. yeah, it's usually my only meal of the day because I usually get really nervous. Whenever I'm mm-hmm. leading a wedding, I'm always really nervous in the morning. So I'm like, no, I will eat when the bride and groom make it down the aisle. And then I'm like, I am so hungry. <laughs> so thirsty. And you're like, I'm, I've oh. got high, like the little like Noom tablets in my for my water to try and stay hydrated because I am, we're joking. I think we're going to do this. This is going to be a thing for next year. So nobody steal this idea. But actually having, <laughs> as, we say. as we say it a lot. Honestly, oh, pack. camel packs yeah. for wedding planners because none of us stay hydrated yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. And it's way easier for us just to turn to the left and have a sip <laughs> and keep on going because I good. can't carry water bottles. Yeah. Like, we can run down. Like, hey, but if you have a camel pack, like I feel like you need to have a catheter because <laughs> you can't leave that many times. It goes in, it comes yeah. out. That's fair. Well, legit, a wedding <laughs> like, in, in Victoria, <laughs> I drank probably three jugs of water and I did not pee once that day. Yeah. I was so, all of it sweated out of my glands. Oh, so, in extreme. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've gone through an eight-hour wedding day and gotten home and being like, I literally did not use the washer no. once, and I might die tomorrow. Like, then you wake up. I think that 
that totally exa- like explains when you wake up the next day and you feel like you just went on a bender. Oh, yeah. Um, it's because you didn't drink water for day for like hours and yeah. hours. Um, so I'm trying to to really be cognizant of that because I'm old <laughs> and like the, the older you get, it's like, oh my yeah, god, the more water you need. To and drink, for sure, for sure. How long can people do this stuff? You're running around on your feet. I know it's like serving and bartending, mm-hmm. same thing. Like you're just standing for long, long periods of time. But oh yeah, it's hard on your body. But it sounds so funny to be like, oh yeah, it's so hard on my body. I take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> that but to scary. be fair, you're also standing up for ten hours a ten to twelve hours a day. Well, and the gear, like my backpack that I have, weighs seventy five pounds. Oh, damn, girl. Okay. But I mean, I don't carry it around all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, it's there, and I do carry it. I also have two cameras that hang off my body and and you know like you're just lifting it constantly yeah. like I said the older you get like the more the harder it is on your body um but yeah it just sounds hilarious I get home and I'm like oh yeah I'm so sore my husband's like what? <laughs> like how could you I mean you're sore yeah, okay just just I can but, forget yeah. it never mind also you're dealing with a lot of emotions too right like, we forget like, labor is one thing you can hustle back and forth mm-hmm. and you can have you know your body in a workout mode but it's dealing with the emotions of the bride or the parents or the vendor it's adrenaline like yeah. you're, you're it's like so up, you're and it's down. up down well, and you're giving out a lot of energy and it's a lot of positive energy yes. too and you can only give out so much in a day so yeah. you're just like, wow like no i don't want to do it anymore but go home and yeah. hide in like a dark room <laughs> yeah don't talk to me no it's the brain function for me because it's always like okay i'm always composing a photo in my brain right so i'm always everything's on like where's the next thing what are we going to do what's this good shot where's an angle here like you're just all over the place trying to figure mm-hmm. it out so your brain just gets big, this yeah, toast, yeah. right? It's yeah. just like at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm just staring at a wall and I don't, I can't yes. function. Yep. Like, but again, you love they it. love it. Yeah. But it's just yeah. tiring. There's like, ups and downs of it. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, t- like loading a van at, with uh, minus degree weather in November <laughs> is not optimal, but no. we did it. We did it. No. <laughs> it was freezing. I just started running. I was just so cold. <laughs> I'm going to just get the blood pumping in my body. Like, let's get this. Two laps thing. around the van. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Oh, it was cold. But <laughs> oh, it was yeah. chilly. <laughs> All right. Wedding session listeners, that is part one of our interview with the lovely Erin Fraser. Tune in next week when we give you part two of this interview. We felt it was just too many juicy goodness, behind-the-scenes stories, and advice, so we wanted to split it up into two episodes. So we'll see you next week. Until then, take care. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.